What's up, everybody? Welcome into Bourbon Buzz and Ballin'. And this is Colby and Dutt, and this is our podcast where we like to talk sports and drink a little bourbon. We do. It's uh, Super Bowl week, so I'm sure we'll yeah. get a little little convo going related to the Super Bowl and uh, NBA trade deadline was today. Some, some action going on there, so we got a little few things to talk about. Not a lot, not a lot, but. Uh, a little bit to talk sounds, about. Sounds like we'll be doing a lot more bourbon drinking than, <laughs> than sports talking. Yeah, yeah. you, you'll never get an argument out of me when it comes <laughs> to that. So, all right, well. Roll in, man. Let's uh, see if we can get the slide to change. Uh-oh. There we go. Nope. Let's go on and start with our opening toast. I'll let you kick it off first. All right. Who's your opening toast this week? My As if opening. I didn't know. <laughs> My opening toast is going to go to Taylor Swift. Taylor, Tay-Tay. Taylor Swift, yeah. I'm, I'm going to toast Taylor this week. And, I, and I'm, I'm actually going to play the other side of all this. Why, why, the, why the hate? Yeah. Why the vitriol? I don't get it. She's actually brought a lot of new fans to the sport of football. Exactly. I think it's just, you know, those of you that are short-sighted and, you know, just want to hate on anything, you know, that – you don't like the fifteen to thirty seconds of airtime. Yeah, I mean, get, so, yeah. So somebody I mean, ca- somebody calculated it, and it was like twenty seconds of actual right. airtime, and everybody's all in an uproar. Ooh, exactly. they keep wanting to focus on her. Well, you know, it's drawing in viewers. And what's she ever done? <laughs> I mean, what's she ever done bad? I mean, we we applaud Snoop Dogg and and Eminem. Eminem's flicking people off, <laughs> you know. And I don't have a problem with Eminem, no. honestly. But I mean, why? Why some of you sport fans have issues that Taylor Swift is getting airtime? No, I, mean, I think it's great. I know. I mean, she's good. She's. I mean, I'm not a Swifty, I mean, but she, she pretty much rules rules the world right now. <laughs> she does. She is on top of the world, and um, I mean, she's good. She's good. She's brought, like you said, she brought tons of little girls want to just watch football just to see Taylor. We were we were up in Asheville this weekend and we went in some of the shops and there was a, one shop that had t-shirts that said I'm pulling for Taylor's boyfriend. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I was like that's good. That's 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 essentially what it is yeah. cuz you know Travis's small potatoes. I mean he's he's Taylor, Yeah, he's 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 big when it comes to NFL, but then when you put him next to her it's like woof. Right. Exactly. It's amazing what this this young lady's been able to accomplish. I mean, it's hard it's hard not to like her. I mean, her music's yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of her music, or you know, but but I got nothing against her. I mean, no. she's a very successful woman who's also very generous and you know, very generous. And a, and a, a label buys all of her music and. And she can't get it back, so what does she do? She goes <laughs> <Re-record out and laughs> re-records and says, screw y'all, I'll just re-record, and, and yeah. boom, went album, album of the year. Yeah, she's a marketing and business genius. Yeah, she's uh, good, man. So it'll be interesting, you know, There's a lot. there's been a lot of rumblings. Is Travis going to propose after the Super <laughs> Bowl, you know? So we'll, we'll have to... We'll have to stay tuned and see. I would hate for Travis to have to sign a prenup on national television. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I, the radio station today, you know, ushers the halftime, and they were doing like some some mashups, some remixes mm-hmm. of, of all of Usher's music, and I was like, 
I didn't realize he had that many. You know, I knew he had a lot of good songs, but then they were just, I had forgotten a few of them. It's like, oh, I remember this right. one. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I'm looking forward to the halftime show, and it's supposed to be, I think, about a 15-minute hmm. concert. They said they're going to have some special guests. I figure uh, maybe Ludacris and Lil John, and they'll do, uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, so What song do you think is going to be the first one? Did you get, is that, did you have, did you have that bet? You gonna place that I, bet? No, I didn't. I've, I've seen where there's yeah, some there's, of Yeah, there's sites. all kinds of yeah, prop, prop bets. bets but nah, I, I didn't, I, I, I haven't done any bets. I haven't bought any squares. I'm just, you know, the teams I really wanted to see in the Super Bowl lost in the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I was, I was wanting to see Baltimore and Lamar, you know, I'm, as not being a Kansas City fan, and there's not really any Bama boys, I think uh, Bugs is on the practice squad, but there's nobody that's actually going to be playing in the game right. for either team, actually. They each have a practice squad player, or now there's Bugs is on the Kansas City practice squad, and then uh, Cameron Latou yeah, is yeah, on injured, injured reserve, reserve. for yeah, the Niners. Right. Yeah. So there's no Bama boys playing, so I didn't have that to pull for, so I'm just kind of like. So our streak, our streaks is still alive, according to social media. Yeah, no, nobody's ever scored I, I know, that finished right. their career at Alabama. I know, right? That's a, you know, you're on top of the world in college football when that's <laughs> a stat. Yeah, you got to exclude quarterbacks so that it'll fit your narrative. Yeah, exactly. And then you got to exclude, uh, you know, Jalen, or they excluded throwing passing right. touchdowns, but Jalen's got a rushing touchdown, but he didn't finish at Alabama. And, and there was another player that uh, has scored that didn't finish at Alabama, but whatever. And of course, you know, just to finish up with Taylor, I, I ought to—I almost wanted to make her a scumbag at the same time, <laughs> simply because she gave Celine Dion no love in the Grammys. I don't know if you watched I, it. I, I did, was watching the Grammys. I, mean, I didn't I, watch it. I, of course, I saw a picture of them hugging. I don't know if it was during, during the award or afterwards well, or so. So here's here's what I've been told, you know, because I was like, when I was watching her go up and take her award, I was like, ooh, she just totally gave <laughs> Celine Dion the cold shoulder. But Can then you blame her. Well, no, I didn't blame her. I mean, Celine Dion's a megastar as well. I mean, she's certainly the best singer one out of those two. Not the but best she, artist. She doesn't compare, you know, as but far anyway, as megastars. Anyway, well, currently not megastar. But anyway, apparently Celine Dion's suffering from some, yeah. you know, some disease. And, and and they were asked not to not to touch her or embrace oh, okay. her on stage. So, there was so a, that's why they went, you yeah. know, that's why you saw a picture after gotcha. in the awards. So okay. Taylor got kind of some bad press over that, but really there it was unjust. There, there was a reason for it. So again, the media, you there know, again, people want to take a narrative and run with yeah, it. Just exactly. To, just to get clicks. I took it and was going to run with it, you know, until, <laughs> until I got told otherwise. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Always do your research. You know, don't, don't just take things on, on the surface. That's it. All right, well, let's uh, raise a glass to Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay, Taylor Swift. I'm a Swifty now. <laughs> ah, that's good, yeah. All right. Well, my opening toast this week is going to go to, you know, I mentioned it earlier, that uh, the NBA trade deadline is today. And I'm going to give uh, Mitch Kupchak a little love because, uh, you know, he's there's still a lot of – 
I haven't seen Kupchak in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started to pull up one of the pictures of him from his playing days, but uh, I went with, you know, one with him in his Hornets colors. That's uh, 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 Mitch Kupchak, and uh, I'm going to trade today. That's my Mitch Kupchak impersonation. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so... He's got a lot of work still left to do with this Hornet squad, but I think he made some good moves today geared towards the future. You know, yeah. this is not going to be a, a overnight uh, fix, but he was able to basically take three veterans, you know, one that can't stay healthy and Gordon Hayward, right. um, Terry Rozier, and P.J. Washington, and he was able to turn that into two first-round draft picks. Uh, I didn't see the P.J. Washington trade. He actually got one of the first. You know, he got one first for Rozier and one first for P.J. Oh, okay. But he also pulled back some some players that, you know, got a little value. Yeah. Uh, Trey Mann, you know, he was buried in the bench in in uh, OKC. Um, But, uh, you know, I think he's got some potential. You know, I don't don't see him being a stud, but as, as your number two point guard, you know, I think there's some potential there. Maybe a little more defense. Yeah, Grant Williams, uh, yeah. you know, who's from Charlotte. Yeah, I and guess he's so. and he's still got three more years left on his contract. He played um, locally. He played in Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Remember, he's real physical. Yeah, um, power forward. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, you know, I think he's going to be a nice depth piece. Um, Seth Curry gets to come home and play in front of Dad. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think that. Uh, Seth is not under contract past this year, but you know Trey's, Trey Mann's still on his rookie deal, so they've got control of him. Like I mentioned, Grant Williams has got three years left on his deal after this year, and then two first-round draft picks. Uh, one's protected only for a first or second, so anything past either number one or number two, they, they, they still get that pick. And uh, the other one, I think, is lottery protected, um, so which is the Miami one, which Miami hadn't been in the lottery in years. No. So, so no, I think I think Mitch did good. Uh, like I said, there's still a lot, a lot of work left to be done. But uh, did good on his way out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, the question is, is Mitch part of the problem, or was MJ kind of holding Mitch back from being able to to do mm-hmm. some of these deals? I mean, I think. I, I think uh, Kupchak has just been a dud, personally. I mean, I don't MJ's MJ's kind of like a lame duck owner. I don't think MJ was interfering that much. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he's not been he's not been that involved. Well, and I I neither was I, so I can't answer. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, I just think you know. I think the the problem with the my this is just my opinion on that. But hell, this is this is our show. So. <laughs> Give your opinion. Yeah, I mean MJ's persona, MJ's mystique has been it's just raining over this this uh, this organization. Organization. Thank you. I was going to call it a program, <laughs> but you know it's really not. Organization has just been held back. I think by just having the the goat up there watching. Mm. You know, I think now that the goat stepped back from that. You know, cup check may feel the reins, you know, released a little bit and made, made some really good moves. Yeah, I mean, I am hoping that they continue to clean house uh, after the season's over. Go ahead and let Clifford go, the head coach. Go ahead and replace Cupcheck if they've, if they've got better options. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know that. I mean, I, I know Clifford's been not been that great, but honestly, I mean, I don't know that. I mean, I, they should have never let uh, the coach before Clifford yeah. go. I mean, I, I thought he was. I thought he was a good coach, yeah. and I mean, they got building blocks. I mean, obviously, you know, we love Brandon Miller for sure. Of course, everybody and does. Now. Why shouldn't he? <laughs> Thirty-five points last week. Yeah, yeah. Or this week, and so I mean, he's shown that he's obviously going to be. Somebody you can build a, a team around, and you know Mello, Mark Williams, those three yeah, right if, there. If 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 Mello and and uh, Williams could stay healthy, and then uh, you know everybody thought Miles Bridges was going to get traded, but he actually had veto clause in yeah. his contract. He wants He's, to be. A he said, "I, you know, Charlotte stuck by me through my bad times, which he still going through. Sure, um, sure. So we'll have to see how that plays out, but." He said, they stuck by me, and I don't want to go anywhere. Uh, we've so, all been through tough times, and we've all made big mistakes. And hell, he made he, a big mistake. He yeah. paid for it. And, and he, he, looked, he looked pretty good last The last night, two games, yeah. he scored 41 and 45. So, yeah. I mean, he, he he's definitely doing uh, everything to that he can to help the team. You know, between him and Brandon, they're scoring about 75% of the team's points. I mean that's a, that's a, a a quartet right there. Of, oh yeah, of of and, good youth. yeah. And then like I said, you got Grant Williams, uh, who who you know could be either a depth piece or he can be your he could be your your dirty guy that's do, getting all the rebounds and playing the physical defense yeah. and be your energy guy. And then you got you know some guys. I I still believe in Nick Smith Jr. I think he's, oh, yeah. he's got a, a good future. Uh, hell, he was considered a project this year, and he yeah. looks better than a project. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's and how old is he? Uh, Nineteen. Yeah, I don't. He might not be a teenager anymore, but he's close. Yeah. If he's not, and so and he's he's scoring. You know what? Six, seven points, eight points. Well, a game yeah, and, that, and that's you know, that's the, part of my issue with um, Clifford is. Why are you giving minutes to Ish Smith or some of these other guys when you know you know you're you know we're gonna suck and not right. win very many games? We win one, we lose ten. You know, yeah, get exactly. get uh, these these kids. I'm glad they're starting to get Leaky Black out there. Let's see what Leaky can do. Um, you know, get Nick and Nick Smith has slowly been getting more and more playing time. So uh, you know, hopefully. Hopefully they are building for the future. They still need a few key pieces, but like you said, there's a good core mm-hmm. to build around, a good young core. If we can keep uh, Mello healthy and we can get Mark Williams healthy, you know he's he's been out with a back forever. My issue so. with Cupcheck though has been the draft. You know he's he's kind of missed on on but a lot. There again, is is it him or was it MJ? What was? We'll, I mean, we'll find yeah. out. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. I mean, you know, I know this year MJ was he was involved in the evaluation of Scoot and and uh, Brandon Miller, but you know he had already sold the team, so it wasn't his decision. Yes, he was um, consoled with. Or counseled with, whatever. Consulted with. Consulted. That's Not the word. Consoled. That's the word yeah, I'm looking for. You don't for. have to console them after Brandon Miller puts up 35. But uh, so yeah, they got it right this year because you would you would have thought, given their history, they would have drafted the one that's looking like a bust right now instead of the one that's looking like a a future all star, which actually he's a rising star. Yeah. No, I mean I thought that man. I, 
I, I don't know if I can remove the Homer, Homer, Homerism, <laughs> but I mean, it just seemed quite obvious that you take the six foot eight swingman that can oh, do yeah. it all over yeah, that a plays, six foot plays two on. explosive yeah. athlete. I mean, Brandon Miller's explosive well, people, and and he's you can see how the Hornets are now kind of marketing everything around Brandon. Like now, he it's his franchise, you know. It was Mellow, but Mellow doesn't play but a fourth of the games every Mankles, year. So Ankles is busted. So, you know, they've kind of pushed Miller to the forefront and made him the face of the franchise, and and he's responded by taking charge and being more aggressive. You know, that was one of the things I said early in the year, early in the season, was I'd like to see him be more aggressive. And now he's he's attacking seven-footers. You know, I don't know if you saw that dunk on – Kessler, but he oh big slow white yeah dude. <laughs> yeah he slammed it all in his face he had another uh, jam last night on the on the he blocked the shot now that there was one play where he blocked the shot on one end against the seven footer and then hit a three on the other end and then there was another one where he stole the ball he jumped up and stole the ball and that might have been not last night's game but the other game but he stole it and then went. Coast to coast and and dunked it on the other yeah. end. So yeah, he's he's gonna get he's gonna get really and, good. Too. Yeah, and he, he puts he, on a few more pounds. And, well, it's funny you say that because I know it, it was against the Lakers that he did that, oh. and it was Monday night against the Lakers. And uh, after the game, LeBron embraced him, and you know, there's a, a photo or, or you know the cameras behind the two of them, and they're about the same height. Right, but, but LeBron. Is so he made Brandon look about like this bottle, real skinny and lanky. Hell, he is and, really. And LeBron was—I mean, it was just—I mean, I didn't ever. When you look at them two side by side, you can see that Brandon definitely needs to put on some weight, get in the gym. Yeah. I mean, get in the weight room, and uh, and, yeah. and be fun. And then when he does that. He's, well, he's going to be something. Ever, I don't know that he ever. I don't think he'll like ever. Brown, yeah. But, Although know. his dad. You know, played tight end. True. And true. his dad's got carry carries some, you know, a little bit bigger, thicker weight. Carries a little belly. <laughs> carries a little old man belly. <laughs> so, so Mitch. Mitch Kupchak, I'm going to raise, raise my, my glass, glass to you. <laughs> Cheers. I still think you're a bust, Cuppy. <laughs> Player or GM? I mean, didn't he have a lot to do with the Lakers back when... Pat Riley was there, and I don't know. Again, I, we don't. I yeah. mean, Pat Riley. Yeah, unless unless you're in those meeting rooms, it's hard, hard to, to say. It's hard to say who really did. I mean, but I, all I can go off of is what Cup's done here, and it and it hasn't been what most of us thought he would do right when he came over. So yeah, we'll see. We shall see. That's it, man. All right, that's a couple good toasts. Yeah. So you know, we always like to follow up our. Opening toast with our scumbags of the week. With a poop emoji. So, yep. I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm going to let you. <laughs> oh, I get to lead I'm going to let huh? you go with your scumbag first. I don't even know if I. Sticking, sticking in the Carolinas. Yeah, speaking of the Carolinas and speaking of. Uh, I'm ready for it. You ready for oh, it? Yeah, I'm ready. Throw him up there. <laughs> He's pointing at me. Throw him up there. Scam. Scam Newton. Auburn, actually, 
I'm behind you on this one, Cam. He's calling Purdy a game manager. A lot of people are getting on to Cam about that. But I'm not. I'm behind Cam on that. So, so Cam's not really my scumbag. He's just the face of my scumbag. The scumbag are all the, all the people out there jumping on Cam because of his ridiculous attire, <laughs> which, which is scumbag worthy. But the, the, my true scumbag, again, are, are just the, uh, the media that's jumping on him about calling Purdy a, a game manager. Because honestly, I mean, is game manager a, a, is it a bad thing? No, and it, I wouldn't. I think game manager is is a bad term. I think it's more I think he's more fits that system. So he, he's a system quarterback more to me more than a game manager. All right. So you go with the euphemism, uh, you know, a system quarterback. Right. I mean, I I'm okay with the term game manager because I mean, I think he does manage the game well. And, I mean, that's and what you want your quarterback to do. <laughs> you want even your superstar quarterback, your difference maker quarterback to manage the game. I mean, I think what Cam is implying is that on the San Francisco 49ers, there's multiple players that you would rank ahead of Purdy as as better. And I think that's a true statement. I don't yeah. think Cam can be can be called a fool for that because he's 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 being honest. And I mean, coming from you know a Heisman Trophy winner, a national champion, uh, a rook, what uh, uh, MVP. Mm-hmm. You know, he took the Panthers to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yep. I mean, it's hard to sit here and say that you can't take what Cam says and you can't take it seriously because I think he's, you know, straight up correct on this. Purdy's a game manager, but he's a damn good quarterback, and, and he's playing in the Super Bowl. And I just hate the people that are kind of twisting what Cam said and making it out like he's saying something negative about Purdy and that he's right. going after, you know, a non – Technically, a, like a non-athletic I think, quarterback. I think you put put Purdy, swap him and Bryce Young. What happens? Oh, the Niners are where they're the at Niners now. are still in the Super Bowl, okay. and and the, and the Panthers still suck. So yeah, that, yeah. I think that's where Cam's going with it. He's he's saying he's not you, a difference maker. Yeah, he's got to have the pieces around him. Exactly. Which most nothing, quarterbacks nothing wrong with. That. I mean, unless I mean, you're Patrick Mahomes. Who can you know, or Tom Brady, who could make whatever pieces you put around them right. work? Lamar Jackson, yeah, Lamar uh, Jackson, Cam Newton, who could you know they could take these guys could take over a game, right? So yeah. unless you're one of those truly elites, you're gonna be a game manager slash uh, system quarterback, you know. So. I get it. I, I mean, I get. I yeah, get. I, I mean, get where you're coming from. As as much as I dislike. You know, I dislike his antics. Uh, not really. I mean, I. I mean, I'm never. I'm digging the the hat with the with the blowout up there. <laughs> no, I mean, really. I, no, I mean, <laughs> I like Cam. I love his podcast, man. I like what he has to say. I mean, and and he's been there, done that. You know, he was a difference maker, and and for him to call somebody a game manager, it to me, it means more than it does than than say. You know, a non-football player, you know, analyst or or commentator that says that. Right. You know, he's he's done it. Yeah, somebody he, that yeah. hasn't walked in those shoes. That's before. right. So so 
So really, Cam Cam Newton, you're not my scumbag. <laughs> Auburn, you know, I know I, I like to hit on Auburn quite a bit. But I told you I didn't know where he was going with exactly, this one. Exactly, exactly. It's the it's the idiots that, that are focusing in on what Cam said that are are my scumbag. What did Dan Orlowski? What's his take? Has he chimed in? Yeah, Orlowski backs up Cam Newton. Backs up what Cam's got to say. Yeah. Um, most most of the the talking heads that are ex players. Are are back in Cam and behind Cam. It's just the the media. Yeah, I think people want to take it as an insult. It's not an insult. He's a starting quarterback in the Super Bowl, and he got there because he was a good leader of that offense. Yeah, I mean we heard that for years from as an Alabama fan. AJ All McCarron. of our quarterbacks were were game managers, and, you know, I was always like, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind hey. celebrating those natty championships. Mm, no, I was fine with A.J. Yeah. McCarron being a game manager yeah. and McElroy being a game manager. Um, who else was – Who else? what of our other quarterbacks were game Mac managers? Mac Jones. I mean, every one of them were game managers, yeah. really, until you – I mean, honestly, I think I think two is a game manager. Oh, absolutely. I, 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 mean, I compare two and Brock Purdy – very similarly, they are in, and basically they're kind of in the same offense, you know, because sure, yeah. because the Miami offense is is a, a product of the San Francisco yeah. offense. So, but they have elite skill sets that make them successful in that system. Yeah. You know, they can process super fast. They can get the ball out the super ball fast. Out quick and they're super accuracy, accurate. Yeah. So those things, those are elite skills. Do they have a Josh Allen arm? No, they don't. But Josh you, Allen's watching from his couch. Exactly. So is Lamar. Exactly. So, I mean, and honestly, I mean, well, no, I mean, I'm not going. I'm not even going to start saying independent. I don't want to go down that road. But I was thinking because <laughs> it's way wrong. I feel I worked it out in my head. I was way wrong where I was going with that one. But total conversation in his head over that's here. It, man. I'm hearing things, man. I was going. I was going to talk about my homes and make. Make a, just an ugly statement about Mahomes. So Mahomes is an exception. Mahomes, yeah, he's a he's, he's like he's, the he's like the the blip on a bell curve. Like yeah. he's way out of there. Yeah, I mean so he's he's just different. Yeah. He's built different. Yeah, he he's gonna win whatever you put. Now he's one that you know I always use that scenario. Switch Bryce Young with this guy. Okay, now you you bring Mahomes to Carolina and. They do win more than what they oh, win. Two games this year. Yeah, they're they're probably a six they're, or seven win. Yeah, team yeah, they, that, sure. def, that definitely would have made a difference. Because well, of, and, and well, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, Mahomes got years on. on yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Bryce yeah. held onto the ball a little long a lot yeah. of times. We get it. Yeah. Well, we and it. and Mahomes didn't wasn't thrown right into the fire his first game exactly, his first year. Exactly. Exactly. So he had a little time yeah. to process and learn. Sure and, thing. So all right, well. All right, Cam, you ain't a scumbag. No, not Cam. You're close. Cam. <laughs> he was a scumbag that's at up for, Auburn. That's up for debate. 180K man. NIL before uh, yeah. NIL. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. That's what I was about to say. All right. I had to think for a second who my scumbag was because. I threw you a curveball. You did. I'm going to stick with basketball. Okay. You know, I'm on a basketball kick right now. I've been watching a. This is the most basketball I've watched since I <laughs> since Julius Irvin was playing. Um, put but the, uh, 
and, and when you edit this, put Homer up there. Homer, <laughs> Homer, Homer, because so, I know why you're watching that more basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's all either For Alabama sure. basketball or Brandon Miller, who the product of Alabama basketball. And speaking of Alabama basketball, my scumbag of the week is the freaking referees for the Alabama-Auburn game last night. That was ugly. 61 fouls. And there wasn't no intentional fouls at the end of the game that jacked that number up. This was 61 fouls while the game was still, you know, in, in the, I mean, I won't say in the balance because Auburn started pulling away. Yeah. Um, but uh, 61 fouls. 85 free throws. That was a hard game to watch. I mean, ha- nobody wants to see that. And it's the ref's fault for not in the first qu- in the first half you got to establish the ground rules. And what what are you going to call? What are you not going to call? You can't be inconsistent the whole game. Right. Let them get away with physical play in the first 5 10 minutes of the game and then just switch what you're considering fouls and what you aren't considering fouls. So it was and, and I'm not taking anything away from Auburn. They they would even with better refereeing, they still would have won that game. Yeah, they were the best team. Yeah. Time, for sure. <laughs> and they have a definite home field or home court advantage because that place was rocking. But in come most, on guys, nobody sports. nobody wants to watch a free throw shooting contest except maybe Rick Barry. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Ease up on them whistles. They probably got to replace the, the little ball in the whistle because it, it's probably worn out. out. That was a garbage. That was but, a garbage game. That yeah, was hard to watch, man. That and the fact that you know uh, it was like dribble, dribble. Yep, dribble, dribble. Yeah, it was. It was painful to watch for that reason, and also I felt Alabama played soft. You know, they let Auburn push them around the whole game, and uh, so I'd like to see Alabama show a little more toughness. In the next alley, yeah, but, that, uh, that environment, that environment was was raucous. It was, it was. They got, they got to Bama quick. Yeah, they did. And uh, like I said, it was it was a definite home court advantage, and they were the more physical team, and and they took it to Bama, and Bama had no answers. But but yeah, that that referee and crew, that was that was horrendous. Yeah, I think all refs across the board, man. I don't know what's going on with officiating in this country. Yeah, it's just it's it's hard sometimes to watch both uh, football and basketball. It's like, it's like I don't know. It's just weird. It's like nobody nobody had. It's not a craft anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, all the good, especially in the NFL, they're all they're all in the you know in the press box being <laughs> being you know referee analysts mm-hmm. now. The good ones. I mean, it's just. I don't know. It's just weird how inconsistent and how bad the officiating's got. Well, I think part, you know, has it gotten bad, or has because of all the technology and the instant replays and the different angles that points out how bad the, the refereeing is. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. And they won't I embrace think, that. And well, no, no, they won't embrace I mean, technology. But also, I think officials have just kind of relying on going to the monitor now to make calls and they don't make calls themselves anymore especially in football yeah. it's like i'm gonna let this play out because i'm not sure and then the replay is inconclusive so because you let it play out you're punishing one team yeah. rather than don't let it play out and you can still go to re, uh, replay 
So it, it's a double-edged sword. It works both ways. In basketball, in every game, watch it. Watch a game, and you count how many times that there is a a, a skirmish for the ball, mm-hmm. and watch the baseline official who's responsible for the call. He looks clueless because yeah. I see him <laughs> like and then he goes of the time he's staring up at the back. Yeah. I guess they're called the back the judge. Yeah. I don't know what the, the officials are in basketball are technically called, but. It's almost yeah, like they're, they're like, bail me out over here. Yeah, bail me like out. he's totally clueless who touched it last. Or she. Yeah. In fact, actually, no, the she's are actually they're the better, better, ones. better yeah. officials. I mean, they, the, the ones that I've watched. I they, see them make less mistakes yeah, they're, than, they're, than the guys. They're usually right on top of their calls. Of course, sure. you know you know, women are better at details <laughs> than, than, than men are. Yeah, so mean, they're paying attention to the details. Maybe because women have had to fight to get to those positions right. as, and, a, as an official. They're just better. Yeah. They're better because I'll tell you right now, the, the, the women and, officials are absolutely officiating circles around most of the men. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially mm-hmm. in basketball. Yep, yep. Especially in it's basketball. Easy to see. All right. Well, you want to talk a little? Might as well. Super about Bowl. All, about all we got. <laughs> about all we got left. This yeah. is it, man. This is this is the last game, unless you're a USFL fan. That's not the USFL anymore because they merged with the XFL and now mm-hmm. something else. Whatever it's called. <laughs> I mean, it's usually. I, I've, I've never watched a full game. I mean, I, no. I've never been able to suffer through a full game. It's just it's not yeah, the same. It's, yeah, it's, it's not enjoyable. The only thing that is some, somewhat enjoyable about it is when they experiment with new rules. Yeah. You know, that, oh, yeah, see how, see how, see that. how that plays out. But, uh, yeah, nah. yeah, this is it for a little while until uh, I think we got about 200, 200 or so days before uh, college football kicks off again. So it's gonna be gonna be no this, more football after Sunday. This game, this game can go two ways, either way for me. I mean, I can't all games go two ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I, that's why I switched up. My, inside my head, I'm, I'm I'm struggling. I'm pretty I, sure every game is either gonna go one way or the other way. <laughs> I got some internal struggles. This one. <laughs> This one, I'm, I'm, I'm indifferent on where, where I'm, I'm lying on who I think is the better team. I mean, I think San Fran is the better team, right? But man, it's hard to, it's hard to root. I mean, against. You, it's hard to pull against uh, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, you bet against Pat. That's your and own Andy Reid. And it's they're, they're the new Brady Belichick. You know, you bet against really them at is. your own risk. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way of putting it. You bet at, you bet against them at your own risk, because I. I'm 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 picking KC even though you know Purdy's got plenty of weapons. I mean mm-hmm. if you if you stop the best player in football, which to me is is McCaffrey, if you stop McCaffrey, I mean he's still got Brandon Ayuk, he's still got Debo, Debo he's got, got George Kittle. Kittle. I mean he's got weapons. He's got weapons, mm-hmm. and Purdy himself is a weapon. Yeah, and he actually did more in the. Detroit game with his legs. Yeah, he can he can run it when he needs to. So yeah, I mean he yeah he he impressed me in that Detroit game. He he was a difference maker in that Detroit game. But then when you look at the full body of work by San Fran, they had that stretch there where it was like, man, they're really. I thought yeah, because at one point during the season, I said they were the best team. Yeah, and then, and then they, they had that little. Then low. they had that stretch, and then. 
KC started out like like with a lull, and, yeah. and they just and did they've that. been on a roll. Yeah. And so, and it, when you think about what KC did in the playoffs, you know, beat a, beat a real good Miami team. Of course, that was at home in in the freezer. freezer. Yeah. <laughs> then they went to Buffalo and beat Buffalo. Then they went to Baltimore and beat Baltimore. They they've been impressive in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 I mean, I. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see San Fran win it, uh, but I just kind of—I'm just kind of hoping for a good game, you know, some and an entertaining game. Let me put it that way. Um, yeah, I, w- I would—I would like to see Christian McCaffrey go for yeah, go for a couple hundos with a couple long runs and an MVP. I would like to see. Yeah, I mean, that's somebody other than a quarterback yeah. win an MVP. Yeah, it would, it would be nice. That to, would be nice. You know, like you said, he's he, Mahomes is probably the best player in the game. I, I think I, I think it's McCaffrey. Definitely, definitely as a non-quarterback, McCaffrey is is your best player in the league. Um, so just, it would be nice to see him get his ring. Yeah, it would. I mean, I'm 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 glad he got. I hated to see him leave Carolina because, you know, he was certainly fun to watch here locally, but I'm happy for him. He deserved to go to a, a winner. Yeah, get an opportunity. Deserves, you know, a chance to play in the Super Bowl. And it's kind of funny that, you know, Sam Darnold is in <laughs> San Fran backing up. Yeah. And uh, um, what's his name? The the coach? Steve Wilkes. Oh, yeah, Wilkes, Steve Wilkes, the coordinator. You know, who, who, who got – you know, didn't get the get Carolina job when I think he should have. You know, he's over there in San mm-hmm. Fran, and there they are playing in the Super Bowl. That's a little ironic. <laughs> little, hey, Tepper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, what else Andy, you got a prediction? Or now you're not, this this is a tough game to predict. It really is. Line, like you know? said, it, it could go two ways. <laughs> it could go either way. San, you know? the, the, when I checked it, San Fran was a two-point favorite. I That was a couple days ago. I don't know. What I it think is. it started out four. I think it, I want to say I heard it started out four. I looked at it either Monday or Tuesday, and and it was it was San Fran was was favored by two points, mm-hmm. and of course a lot of people were saying take the Chiefs and the and the points. If you're getting the Chiefs as a dog, that's the bet. But two points isn't a lot of points really to to sway it one way or the other. But uh, nah. Yeah, no, that's it's it's a hard game for me to pick, really. Uh, if, if yeah, know, I mean, I I want to go, I want to go San Fran just because the number of weapons and and I do think uh, I do think they have the best. I think it's obvious they got the best defense. Although KC's defense is much improved from what they have been in the past, but then you got Mahomey over there, which makes it hard. But I'm I'm going San Fran, man. I just I think San Fran will cover that that two points. I mean, that's what I'm pulling for. But as far as what I expect out of the game, it's it's a total crapshoot to me. It could, it could go multiple ways, and it might be a, a high scoring shootout, uh, or it might be a one sided affair where one team catches that momentum and and just shuts the other team down. I'm just glad. Or it might be a nail biter. <laughs> right. It might go either way. You know, that game could go either way. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm just glad it wasn't a purple team and a red team, you know, so all you damn conspiracy theorists on the colors of the 
Super Bowl logo <laughs> oh. can shut the hell up. <laughs> and some of you know who I'm talking about that will be listening to this podcast. <laughs> Conspiracy theories, man. Yeah, the Vikings were never going to make it. Well, we're talking about <laughs> the Ravens. We know that. We know the Vikings aren't. Speaking gonna make of it. purple. Yeah, speaking of purple, it's almost time to head on over. Yeah. Those. Yeah. I, I do want to end. I, I want to end our sports talk on, on uh, you know, toasting the final toast to Apollo Creed, baby. Apollo Creed. Did he pass? Carl Weathers. Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, Carl Weathers died. Hmm. Age seventy, I think seventy-five. Hmm. Yeah, no, I didn't hear that happened today. No, happened a couple of days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even see, I hadn't seen nothing about that. Yeah, Apollo Creed. Hmm. Apollo Creed, man. I don't know if you're a big Rocky fan. I, I am. It's certainly my my favorite movies ever is the Rocky movies, one, two, and three, and four specifically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Apollo Creed was, was, grew up with him and is sad to see such a, hmm. such a, such a, and he was a, actually ex NFL player for some of you, if you don't know that. You know, Apollo played for, or not Apollo, he's Apollo <laughs> to me. Carl Weathers played for the Raiders couple of years he was a linebacker so yeah Carl yeah. Weathers yeah hmm. died in his sleep I think is is what I read well I I, I did see Toby Keith yeah passed away you yeah. know he had stomach cancer right. he died right. died at 62 actually died on my birthday and hmm. uh, which was kind of ironic because you know my birthday and my dad's birthday are the same day and we went to see Toby, Toby Keith a couple Keith. of times oh. at a concert and uh so it was uh Kind of a bittersweet day, uh, yeah. That because uh, I, I was a, a fan of Toby Keith and, sure. and what yeah. he stood for. You know, he was a, a good American. And yeah, he's so, a patriot. Mm-hmm. Really appreciated our troops and did a lot for our our troops free mm-hmm. of charge. Yep. And uh, yeah, he had a long battle with cancer, and you know, he had withered away to, to hardly yeah. And he he went out performing. I mean, he was like. Right. You know, I got cancer, but it's not going to stop me from doing what I do. So, you know, you got to respect that also. So, yeah, that's sad. I didn't know. I didn't hear about Apollo. Yeah, man. Sad. Hmm. That one set me back a little. I ain't going to lie. You know, Apollo Creed was, you know, him and Rocky, man. That was, I I remember being, my dad let me stay up on a school night to watch the original Rocky movie. And that it was all over from there. I mean, yeah. I was just a fan from that moment on. So, all right, well, Carl Weathers, Toby Keith, yeah, a little, little back end toast to you guys. Absolutely. Cheers. So, cheers. Yeah, let's uh, wrap this up and we'll do a little, little pin hook. All right, gonna do a little rate that shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin'. It's time to rate that shit, Colby. What are we drinking? We're doing another pin hook. So last week we did the the bourbon heist, the, the 2022 regular Kentucky straight bourbon. This week it's another 2022, but this is the high proof. And this one's named after Bourbondini. And Bourbondini, you know, I gave you a little information about bourbon heist on the last show. Uh, Bourbondini, actually, he was just a stud. He was a sire that, you know, fathered a lot of, of, of thoroughbreds, but he never actually raced himself. So mm. so I don't have any stats to give you on Bourbondini. Uh, so well, I guess he didn't have any stats. No, nah, he didn't have any stats because he never raced. But uh, So this Bourbondini, it's $50. Uh, 
Uh, it's 116 proof. This one, you know, last week the Bourbon Heist was aged at least three years. This one's aged at least four years. Uh, your mash bill is 75% corn, 15% rye, 10% malted barley. Now, your nose, you should get fig, apple cider, marzipan, and clove. Damn. Your palate. That was marzipan. <laughs> what was last week? Last week it was, uh, it wasn't sarsaparilla, but it was uh, sassafras. Sassafras. We actually had a listener. Uh, Tell us that sassafras basically is what flavors root beer, which is kind of what we was we were thinking it was. Okay. Um, so yeah, we appreciate. The, Tell us what the hell the, marzipan. The four one one, yeah, marzipan. I, I actually, I, I looked up marzipan, but uh, I forgot to, I forgot to put it in my notes, <laughs> so I don't remember what it was. But anyway, uh, your palate. So your your taste, you should get dried papaya, coffee, cinnamon, and caramel. And then the finish should be long, lingering, rye spices. All right. All right. Let me Sounds put the, interesting. Yeah. Let me put the rating system up there, and I'm gonna. Yep. Let's talk about our rating system one through four. Uh, one for us is a brown bag. That's typically uh, we don't we don't think you should buy that one. Um, two getting a little bit better. That's a mixer. Um, mixers your mixer can actually be your daily drinker, so it's it's not really bad at two, but something that you might just consider your stock bourbon. Three, getting a little bit better, but it might be higher in proof like this one. We call that on the rocks. And then last but not least, how we like to derate that shit. And that's neat in a Glencairn, which 99% of the world is drinking out of now because of bourbon buzzing and balling. No, I'm just kidding. <coughs> but anyway, neat is our, is our highest rating. So, Buy accordingly based on how we rate our bourbon. It's got a nice smell. And I just looked up marzipan, and it's actually a confectionery. So it's like uh, right, so. it's like sugar, honey, and almond meal. Mm, well, that's, that should be right up my alley then. But I, I'm, I'm definitely getting some some fig, and I get some clove. I get a lot yeah. of clove. Yeah, I didn't really get the the apple cider. It's kind of fruity. On the nose, so maybe that's yeah. the apple cider, but the clove is the dominant. Yeah, smell the clove and the fig, definitely. Yep. And then I just got some coffee taste. And it's probably going to be about like last, the last one we did, where each sip you get a different one of those flavors. Like I said, that first sip, I just got the coffee. I've never had papaya, so I don't, I, mean, <laughs> I know it's fruit, but. I like papaya. But I'm not. I'm not getting papaya. Definitely getting some uh, some coffee, some cinnamon, some coffee, and a little caramel. Yeah, and uh, it's got some heat. And it does have the the got, spicy. Got a nice little rye finish. Got a nice little hug. Little little spicy finish off of it. Lingering spicy finish too. They're not lying about the lingering part. Mm -hmm. Um, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with the, the pin hooks we've tried so far. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell that's got more more proof to it than, than that one last week. Yeah, it's, it, it, for me, it leans it leans a little more heavily on the rye side, mm -hmm. um, which I like. I can appreciate. I can appreciate this for fifty dollars. 
I think I like the Bourbon Heist better, though. Uh, definitely, definitely. I like the Bourbon Heist better. The Bourbon Heist was just, right up front, was just a winner for yeah. me. Including the horse, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And not a winner, but a, but a second, a, a placer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mentioned it before on here that I'm not a coffee drinker, so I'm getting a very strong coffee taste, so that kind of knocks it down for me. All right. I'm going to give it a three. I don't think it's as good as the the one we did last week. I don't think it's as good as the Kentucky Straight. I think they're it is well described. I do think Very you get well the fig, described. you get the clove. Um, just it's just the personal taste for me is not not up there for me to give it a four. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 gonna if we did a if we did a, a point rating, then it would be like a three point five for me, but. But I'm going to go to the three as well. Uh, I think it is good for fifty dollars. I'm, I'm impressed with the uh, the amount of flavors that I got, mm-hmm. um, and 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 the proof, you know, for the, fifty bucks. Yeah, that lingering. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you want, if you want something that's gonna knock your socks off for cheap, and it not taste bad and give you a headache the next day, this is this is your bourbon. I mean, one hundred sixteen mm-hmm. proof. $50. You're, you're not going to see that in many bourbons. And, you know, honestly, the Pinhook collection ought to be in everybody's uh, on their bourbon shelves because this is really good stuff. It I is mean, good I, stuff. You know, I'm, we, I'm sad, not sad, but I mean, I'm a little, I can't believe I've, I've really not really, I've yeah. really given it a second look. I just passed right by. Yeah, we've, we've, we've never even considered it. Uh, the the bottles the bottles don't do it for me the labels don't do it for me and this is nitpicky but I don't even like the way that the that it looks after you peel the oh yeah after you, you know it's all divide the kind of from the yeah the wax whatever yeah the wax yeah yeah exactly I mean I I've just kind of never given them a look because of the the bottle just wasn't didn't do it for me yeah but this good bourbon it is good it is good bourbon I. I I'm a fan of, of the pin hook uh, line of bourbon, and of course I didn't I didn't mention it this week, but it is uh, distilled at Castle and Key. Uh, okay, we've right been to, there, right? Yep, right there in Frankfort, Kentucky, and uh, it's not they don't own the label, but they do source everything. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's it's, it's good. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about maybe adding one more. Uh, number to our rating system make it a one through five instead of one through four because a lot of times we get teetering between that three and four that two and three so Mm -hmm. i thought about maybe making on the rocks a four making neat a five and then maybe well you know your well brands or what what, as a three or something like that as a three so we may revamp the uh, rating yeah, system good. in the in we're the, evolving in the we're near evolving. future. We're doing that for you, but uh, yeah, because I was thinking, you know, you or no, actually, I would make the well the two, so it would go brown bag, which is the worst, then to the well, which is what the bar like. If you just go and order a bourbon and Coke, mm. they're just going to grab their cheap bourbon and and pour it from their well. Um, make the well a two, make the mixer a three, because if you're going to Make an old fashioned. You want a decent bourbon, right? Then make a, on the rocks a four because it's now you're getting better. You know this might be good on the rocks because uh, of the heat and you know break it down a little bit. 
and then need to be at a five. Mm. So that's where I was thinking about going with the rating system. Yeah, I believe that's a change for next week. So I'll have to get with the producer and uh, get a new slide made. <laughs> I got to get a whole new script. <laughs> All right, well, I think, uh, do you have anything else you wanted to talk yeah. about? Let me let me put our socials up here. We we, we always forget to I know, to we, mention our socials. and uh, We don't care. Nah, I mean, I mean we just, yeah, we're, we're going to do this anyway. We're doing it. We, 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 we drink anyway. We talk, talk sports, anyway. And, so, yeah. So we might as well just come to you with the show, and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, just scroll exactly. on. Exactly. But there's our socials behind us, man. Do if I mean, if you like what you see, I mean, like, follow, and share our content. We appreciate the feedback we get, and yeah. our following's growing. It it's is growing, and it could it could grow a little bit more. But I mean, we got no overhead. We ain't. <laughs> I mean, overhead. other other than, I don't have any overhead. Uh, I mean, other than, other than uh, bourbon. Spend, spending it on the bourbon, we'd be doing that anyway. So, where, yeah. we, where do we want to tell them where we're going next week, next show? I mean, what? Are, I, we haven't really we discussed haven't really it. Had a so, it'll be a surprise to us and to y'all. Yeah, we just come up with it on the fly. Because I, you know, I don't. I'll look and see if they got any more pin hooks. But all I've been seeing, I mean, the only thing they might have would be like a twenty twenty three of the high proof for the Kentucky straight or uh, a rye they might have a yeah they could have a rye have a that's true rye I, sure. I, mean, I usually don't spend a lot of time in the rye section <laughs> <laughs> we give you the straight up skinny on a on a bourbon we're not here to you know we're not here to knock your socks off with bourbon knowledge for sure but um we're going to tell you what we think and 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 the show really is just about us just chit-chatting and and giving you our opinions on stuff and you know we like I said, we were on. You know, we appreciate all the feedback. Feedback we've been getting. More the feedback. Feedback. Feedback <laughs> is good. Maybe that's from a being awful. <laughs> anyway, uh, hit us up on our socials, man. Follow and, and like our stuff on TikTok. And yeah, if if you comment us on TikTok, you're gonna get a comment back. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we got like three followers. So it's, <laughs> it's, you know, now we got a little bit more than that, but, but it's growing. It's growing. We appreciate those of you that are following us for sure. It's uh, It tickles us to be able to interact with, with people that we know and people that we don't know. And, um, you know, I've made a couple of friends on TikTok just from interacting with them on, on this uh, have, have you give, channel. Have you given an address to the guy that wants us to do the... The little uh, tea bag things, because I no, think did, did I, I, I see that he hit us yeah, up again? Yeah, yeah, we've we've gotten we, we've gotten a, a, an opportunity to to maybe present a, a product on our show, and um, maybe we we need to get serious about <laughs> about reaching back out and, and showing the product. Yeah, but, but like I said, you know, this is mostly for fun. You know, we're not trying to become anything that we're not, and so. Maybe we'll reach out to him or not. I don't know. We'll see. I'm rambling now at this point. Yeah. He needs more bourbon. <laughs> All right. You got something to close with? I got a little bit. I got a little bit of my uh, Michters. Left. Yeah, I over I over poured. I, I, <laughs> I, I uh, did over poured. Well, yeah, it was, been, look. You been drinking. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's still a little bit left in there. But there was like hardly any of my Four Roses select left and it's one of my favorites ever since see even we get new favorites by doing the show because this was another four roses was another brand yeah. that we just kept walking by kept yeah. walking by 
and then we did it for the show, and now it's one of my favorite bourbons. Oh, that's that bourbon right there is excellent. I mean, it's 104 proof. It's got multiple flavors, and uh, and Four Roses was on the money with their descriptions. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that spearmint finish that they talked about spearmint, that we no that, we, that we, we were like, no, there ain't no way. That's bullshit. Damn sure it is. It was damn sure it was like it was like eating a piece of rig. <laughs> So and getting drunk at the same. So time. yeah, I, I went to port for the show, and uh, <laughs> I went ahead and emptied the bottle because it, it wasn't gonna be enough to leave in the bottle. It gives me an excuse to go buy a new bottle. Hopefully, he ain't uh, gotta work in the morning. No, I'll, I'll be working in the morning, but I'm good. So anyway, we're out of here. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>